Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. He is the face of bare knuckle fighting, and he will return to his throne on December 3rd when he takes on Eddie Alvarez in the main event for the King of Violence title. I am always happy to speak to the Platinum One himself, Mike Perry. Mike, how are you, my friend? Hey, man, I'm doing great, brother. Ready to go uh, capture my throne. Absolutely. You got to you got to cut weight. So are you just going to take it out on Eddie Alvarez that you have to miss Thanksgiving? Hey, man, <laughs> I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat a little <laughs> bit tomorrow. I got a little bit of work uh, to put in next week to finish making the weight. I've been uh, I've been working on it pretty well this week. That's the main focus, though, is getting the weight off. I'll have a little plate tomorrow and um, it. it, it this isn't my first rodeo uh, <laughs> fighting around a Thanksgiving and and having last time uh, when I fought Michael Seals and Triller, it was the day after Thanksgiving. So I went and I had food uh, or it was um, Thanksgiving was like the day before weigh-ins. So <laughs> I had a little bit and then I had to go cut the weight. I weighed in. Uh, it was pretty crazy that time. So I can eat a little bit tomorrow and it makes you, it makes you, um, when you have to sacrifice a little bit like that, like you'll have this little plate with those little bits of all the good stuff on it <laughs> and then you'll eat it and it'll be gone. And you'll be like, damn. And I went up like a pound or two eating that. Now I have to cut that weight, but it makes you appreciate the, all the times that you you don't have to do that when you're a fighter, like you know when the fight's not so close and you can really indulge. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know, and I know you. I know you posted recently, like how much like your family means to you and how much that's kept you centered. And I'm sure like the holidays are always special for family time. But I know, yeah, I remember. You know, obviously like, from the time you made your UFC debut to now, like you've grown and evolved so much, not only as a fighter but as a person. Like how much your wife and kids mean to you. Like how much that's changed you, right? Uh, absolutely. Um, they're the most important thing in my life. And I mean, fighting is a close second, but the fighting, you know, it helps me take care of them. It helps them, helps me give them a better life. Um, so I definitely, you know, the fighting is very important to me. It is, a it is a uh, a dream and, and things like that but my family is a dream as well i'm super grateful to have them and um to be able to take care of them so you know i gotta go get this christmas money next week i love it so we talked right after you, you signed your contract and of course at that point you even mentioned like we were kind of hitting around that eddie alvarez was going to be the guy 
I watched the press conference. You stared him down. Uh, this seems like the perfect fight to make. This is going to be probably the biggest fight in BKFC history after you had the biggest fight in BKFC, BKFC history back in April with Luke Rockhold. Uh, let me ask you this, Mike. What did you think of Eddie during that stare down when you finally came face to face with him at that uh, press conference a, a little while ago? Yeah, I've been thinking about it. Like, um, you know, on one side, I'm like, how how does this little guy think he's even gonna have a chance in there with me? But it it never matters, you know. I f- I believe that if God puts someone across from you, you know, you gotta watch out. They they have a chance too. So I'm gonna be um I'm gonna be looking to be perfect in there and uh touch him up hurt him good with every shot i hit him with um i'm gonna make it count and i'm gonna make a point the way i go after him i'm saying i'm i want this to be it for him i want to be the one that he fights last and i want to end it for him and show him the door so that means i gotta go after him and i gotta really put the pain on him and make him feel it and um you know, I want to knock him unconscious in front of the crowd and give the people the show they want to see. And it doesn't matter that it's it's Eddie Alvarez. I mean, it's a nice plus because he's been a champion in three organizations. But I, I kind of feel like he's, you know, sloppy seconds for me because Connor already did it to him. Uh, and, you know, I just got to go repeat that. I'm going to do the same thing to him. I'm going to put that pressure on him punch him in the face and knock him down. I don't know how many times he's going to get up. We'll see. Yeah. I remember like when you made your BKFC debut, immediately all eyes were on you because a lot of people were like, man, Mike Perry is just built for bare knuckle. Like you were a guy who was like you were chiseled for this sport. And and when you fought Michael Venom Page, like there was a curious question because Michael Venom Page was such a high-level striker. Curious and credit to him, man. He stuck around. It was a great fight. Obviously, ended up getting that win. Luke Rockhold, you had a number, you know, former UFC champion, and that was the size thing, right? Like Luke was a big guy. Like you're not a natural middleweight, and Luke is a big dude. Like Luke easily could fight a light heavyweight. You he went out there and took him out. A little bit of the reverse this time, though, Mike, because not only are you the favorite, but I think a lot of people believe you should win this fight, right? Like this is like your fight to win. Uh, we don't have nearly as many questions. You've got the experience edge. You got the size edge. You got the power edge. Does that add any extra pressure when the expectation is a little higher? When it's like myself and I imagine most of the world saying, "Yeah, Mike Perry should win this fight." No, you just have to believe it. Uh, you have to not, um, you know, no doubt. You have to just delete all doubt and um you know every time someone says something like that like i'm grateful to hear it and um because i need to go out there and prove that and show that and uh back back these people up who are backing me up and you know i've been i've been in a place in the fight game before where something like that might have put pressure on me but uh for this and when the gloves are off and it's bare knuckle I know what I'm getting myself into. I'm it's just facts are facts. Like I'm much more of a puncher than he is. I'm much more of um, you know, a brawler than he is and there's not a lot of technical standpoints that he has that he can utilize to to gr- gain any ground in this fight. So, you know, he he can try to run he can try to hide. He can try to, you know, keep his guard up and and make me punch his 
hard spots like his forehead or or his elbows or you know um and but the thing is is i'm not, i'm just not gonna stop i'm gonna keep punching him if those are the spots he's giving me i'll break through them i'll break him down and i plan to dismantle eddie alvarez next week you know, Mike, like this, I know this is a tough question to answer before you get in there with him, but I'm kind of curious because I mentioned the MVP fight and Luke Rockhold, the challenges those fights presented, you know, obviously MVP made the technical striker and, and Luke being a massive dude. Like, let's just be honest, he's a big dude. Um, is Eddie Alvarez a tougher or easier fight? When I say easier, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but like, is he a tougher fight or an easier fight than the two guys you just beat? Well... Luke didn't give me the banger of a fight. I mean, he hit me once, and uh, then I found my range and and took him out. I hit him with a shot that he did not win. He took it tough, though. He definitely did take that shot. He didn't just go down. So, um, you know, Eddie is just different because those two guys were tall, and they fought uh, differently, especially in the striking. Eddie is a little bit short, a little bit shorter than me. And, um, I mean, he was looking thick at the, at the press conference, um, when we faced off or whatever he, you know, he's been putting the weight on to try to come up here. Um, I don't know how much above 175 he was. He's probably about on weight. Uh, I still got a little bit to cut and, you know, I want to make it look easy. I want to be perfect in there. I'm going to do my best to that. And, and uh, you know, anything I do get hit with, I'm prepared for and ready to return fire. I want to, you know, just break them down, pick them apart. I want to be my normal, cool self in there. It, it, the boxing is still about the swagger. Uh, the swagger gives you the speed, the timing, and the power. So, you know, those are my attributes I'm looking to bring in the ring with me. You said, Mike, a little bit ago, you said there's a little bit of a feeling of like a little bit of sloppy seconds because, you know, Connor already cracked that chin. Mm -hmm. If there's one thing, listen, we all compliment like toughness and durability in the sport, Mike, and obviously that is an attribute to have. And Eddie's shown that throughout his career. But you and I both know at some point, you know, toughness can backfire on you. You know, when you rely on that toughness, you get your chin cracked. It's never the same again. We saw when he fought in one championship, he fought a lot of the bigger guys over there, and he had some struggles when he fought the bigger guys. There's a reason why Eddie Alvarez dropped to lightweight. He used to be a welterweight. There's a reason why he dropped to lightweight. That size and that power made a difference. You feel like at the end of the day, that that's going to be the difference in this fight. Like, yes, he's a tough guy. Yes, he's a legend, but he can't take Mike Perry's punches, especially at 175. No, I, um, all I got to do is be consistent, uh, find my range, be able to touch him, um, and, you know, be able to take what he touches me with. Cause maybe he'll be fast. Uh, maybe he'll be a little faster on the ins and outs. There will be some things that I think I will be faster at. Um, we'll see how fast his legs are. Um, his movement depend on if he's how low he's ducking, where he's ducking, which side, um, you know, which way he's moving. And I'm going to figure these things out. If he's coming forward, if he's running back or uh, running in circles, uh, trying to stay away from me, these are all ideas that I have. Uh, you know, I have my own ideas on what to do. And 
yeah, when I do put this power on him, you know, we'll see if his head breaks up my hands. Uh, I think I'm better at punching bare knuckle than I was in my first. So I think, you know, I squeeze my fist nice and tight. And when I shove it down his face, <laughs> it's just simple, man. It really is. Like we keep, we keep kind of going in circles and it always keeps leading back to me thinking about how badly I want, I'm going to beat this guy. Like, and I, it's hard to do that before a fight to say that. And then when you go out there, the guy shows you something like, yeah, I deserve to be here. And I expect that so much from Eddie Alvarez that he wants to give himself a show. Like he wants, he wants to be tough and be prepared for all of it. But I just think there's, there's something else that I can't quite explain that, that I'm going to bring into the ring with me. There's just that something we know every time you come in there, you always bring that something special, Mike. We know that every time you step in there. Thank you. Um, last time we spoke, as I mentioned, is right after you signed your deal with BKFC. And also at that point, you were also preparing as the backup for the Logan Paul Dylan Dennis fight. I remember talking to you after the Jake Paul thing and you were, I would say upset, but you know, you were kind of disappointed the way that whole thing played out. You know, they, they tease you as the backup to use your name as a backup and then everything. Can I ask like, in all honesty, the way that whole Logan Paul thing played out, you whatever, did you get paid? Let me ask you, like, I won't ask how much you got, but like, did they take care of you? Cause man, did they, did they build up the Mike Perry name trying to use you over there? And then obviously, you know, Dylan Dennis went in there and kind of, uh, didn't show up for lack of a better word. Well, you know, the the fans for all the trash talk and stuff that happened with that fight for Logan and for Dylan, they were they were meant to fight each other. Um and I just, you know, they gave me a little check for coming out and all the all the hoops I jumped through, uh preparing for that fight and and going out there and dealing with the organization and, and the media and all those things, I started realizing, I was like, wow, this little check is fucking pointless. Um, like I, sh maybe I shouldn't have done this. And then, you know, they didn't even give me any, any FaceTime, any camera time, any, any attention towards me at all. It's like, what was the point of y'all having me out here? You know, just, just because you could have, because you offered me a check that was good enough at the moment for me to be like, all right, let's go get this. And, you know, things happen for a reason. Um, that check, that little check kept me in a certain area until this fight next week. So, you know, it is what it is. Maybe they both retired now. Um, you know, guys want a little bit of credibility and they they try to use my name to get it, but you don't get that credibility unless you're in the ring with me and then people know the real fans, committed ones, know that there's a difference when I step in that ring uh, as compared to all the trash talk or, uh, you know, the interviews or the media or the just... You know, I'm I'm not your best speaker. I'm more of a damn scrapper. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So to that point, would that be like I know we've talked about, you know, you doing boxing in the past and obviously your focus right now is on Baron Alcal and Eddie Alvarez, but like 
if you do something like that again, would it be like sign me to fight? Like don't sign me as the backup. Like it's got to be me and Logan Paul, me and Dilly, me and KSI, whatever the whoever the name is. No more because that was the thing I remember telling you when we talked the last time. Like when I did the podcast with Matt Brown, like Matt Matt said, like Logan Paul is praying that Dylan Dana shows up. He does not want Mike Perry in that fight at this point. Like in your head, is it because I think of you as the A side, Mike? Like you are one of the biggest names in the sport now in combat sports. Like there's a reason you're headlining cards. Is there part of you that's like, no more of this backup stuff? Either sign to fight me or I'm not doing this. Yeah, that's that's what I want. I want the fights. Uh, I don't want, you know, I mean, if there's a good chance that someone's not coming and I'll get the full fight and the paycheck for the fight and, you know, give me some damn respect throughout the week. Um, but really, yeah, I just want to fight. So, I mean, fuck all that bullshit. I prepared <laughs> complete for a fight and, and I deserve to have my name on the poster and everything that comes with it. So, you know, this is the real fight. It's King of Violence title, um, against a great name who's fought everyone everywhere, uh, for the last 20 years. So, you know, I can't let the old man beat me. Uh, and I can't, you know, that's nothing against the old man. Cause I, I, I love guys like, uh, Yoel Romero and Dan Henderson who fought till they were 47, still fighting Eddie, Yoel Romero still fighting. So, you know, age and experience, he does have age and experience, but I have the bare knuckle experience. So it's, you know, it's a good little toss up, um, this talking shit, you know, it just, it flusters me in my head. And like, I, I thank God it's sparring night. I'm about to go to the gym <laughs> and punch people. And I'm just going to go out and act like I'm, it's Eddie right now. And I'm just going to go across the ring and try to finish him. Like every second I get, I'm trying to finish him. And, and it, I hope Eddie hears that and thinks that I'm just going to keep coming at him and then he can move and try to run away all he wants. There's nothing he can do when he gets put in that ring with me. Well, I tell you what, I got you so fired up now, Mike. I feel bad for your sparring partners. Apo- apologize to them for me for getting you all fired up beforehand. Uh, last thing, Mike, you know, we know, of course, this is for the King of Violence title. It's a really cool thing. I loved it. I talked to Dave Feldman about it yesterday. I loved that they're introducing it. But be honest. Like, just be honest with me, Mike. This isn't like the winner is the King of Violence. Like, you're defending the King of Violence, right? Like, you're already the King of Violence. <laughs> My boy, Damon, yes, (laughs) let's go, bro. I mean, look, I I have to enjoy all of the parts of this. I love what you said, that I'm already that. I already have that title, and I'm just going to defend it. This time, they're going to put it around me. Um, Wow, man, it's it's an opportunity that I will not let slip through my fingers. I will not. I uh, I can't wait. Uh, I appreciate it as always, Mike, man. Always a pleasure. I love chatting with you. Obviously, safe training the rest of the way, man. Safe travels out to Utah for the fight. And uh, let's catch up afterwards after you have that, officially have that King of Islands title on your shoulder. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody that watched. And um, stay tuned next week, December 2nd, BKFC, Platinum Mike Perry, main event, King of Islands title against Eddie Alvarez. Cannot wait, Mike. We'll talk soon, all right? Cheers, brother. 
You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. 